What's up, wrestling fans? Rich the Riz here, your basement champion. This is not part of the Basement Bookers podcast, but I wanted to talk to the Bookiverse here. It's been a while since I've been this bothered, upset almost, by a wrestling program. It's been a long time. And I did not think it would be the one I'm about to talk about. But I saw some things I didn't like. And I'm going to tell you why. I have. I got to get this off my chest. I can't wait until we record. I can't. I can't. I got to I gotta do it when it's fresh in my mind. You know I got a bad memory. So this is going to be spoilers. If anyone has not seen this week's episode of AEW Dynamite yet. The whole winter is coming thing. If you saw it, and you're, you're a regular listener of the Basic Bookers podcast, you probably know what I'm going to rant about. But let me get on with it already. First of all, I feel like I was watching a 1999 episode of Monday, Ni- of, uh, Monday Nitro. Totally. Every single match, I, I, looked through, I re-looked through my notes to double-check this. Every single match, every match, had either interference distractions, or post-match action. Everyone, including a battle royal. Alright? Every match. Bothers me. It shows... It shows a lack of creativity in that they're depending on outside factors creating drama rather than the in-ring work. Mox and Omega was a great match and then I'm not I'm, like I'm not even up to that yet. I'm getting there. Let me get there. I'm not there yet. I'm see. I'm getting. I'm getting ahead of myself because the whole episode annoyed me. Sting's entrance video was more scary than Sting himself. What's proof? Proof is that Team Taz was gone as soon as the video was on. Video was on. They 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 cut back to the ring. Team Taz is gone. Okay. Now, you should know by now how I feel about Sting. Alright, dude's a legend. Okay? His work in Impact Wrestling, the Joker Sting gimmick that he was doing for a while, literally his best work, and it was fantastic work. But to me, literally everything else he did, eh, it never resonated with me. Never caught on. The Crow was... A little cool, but it was like, there's just so much of it. And now that's just all he's doing. The crow, he's got he's got the bat in the friggin' pocket of his coat, jacket, whatever you want to call it. <sighs> don't like it. I don't like it. The whole episode felt like, like I said, an old episode of Nitro. And how far up Sting's ass is Tony Schiavone still? At some point, he's going to have to choose between his two crushes, Britt Baker and Sting. He's going to have to choose. And I don't, I, I kind of don't want to know the answer. I'll come back to Shivani momentarily. So obviously, AEW now has some sort of working agreement with Impact Wrestling. Cool. Great. Cross promotion is awesome. When done right. Now, to me, here are the two things that are working against Impact and are working completely against this main event storyline they're about to start pushing now. So I looked up 
Access TV, AXS TV, whatever, is only in 50 million homes across the U.S. Not mine. So I can't set my DVR, if I had a DVR, YouTube TV, to record it. I just can't. Twitch runs Impact's TV show. They simulcast it Tuesday nights on Twitch. Alright, so it's on Access and Twitch. But, I'm not going to remember to tune in to Twitch for two hours. You know, also, I'd, I'd rather fa- be able to fast-forward commercials. And they're not, the episodes are not available later on on Twitch to watch. So if you're not tuned in on Twitch, if you're in a home like mine that does not have Access TV or AXS TV, and you want to watch Impact, you have to be sitting in front of your computer or, or your mobile device or whatever from 8 to 10 p.m. Period. That don't work for me. You just don't. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of people it doesn't work for. There are probably a lot of people it does work for. The current generation, a lot of people, they're, they're on their phones and tablets or computers, less so, all day. They, they just stare at it. That ain't me. I got, I got other shit I gotta do. I'd like to hang out with my wife Tuesday nights, you know? Maybe play some Fortnite. For, to have that specific two hour time slot cut out for Impact, a show I haven't watched in probably close to two years now since they moved to Access TV. Can't do it. I can't do it. So, AEW put their world title onto a guy with, you know, so so they made this tie with Impact Wrestling that now Don Callis' parting words on Impact were something on the lines of watch Impact Tuesday night for more Kenny Omega, for more of the AEW world champion. I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. I'm going to have to find highlights online at some point. And to be honest, Impact, from what I've read, Impact has been doing some great stuff. You know, Sue Young, Rosemary, I've always been a fan of, literally since I set eyes on her. She's awesome. Sammy Callahan. None of it has compelled me enough to take time out of my day to find the videos I would want to watch that they're putting out. Now, world champion Kenny Omega? Nope. Still not going to happen. Like, I'd still really rather go back and watch Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. The couple or few matches they've had. That's more compelling to me. Kenny Omega? I'm not compelled. So, AEW world champion. Kenny Omega. Not compelling to me. Going to be on Impact Wrestling. Tuesday nights. Not compelling to me. Are we still going to see him on AEW? I'm positive we will. To me, this deal only benefits Impact Wrestling. It is not going to bring any new viewers from Impact to AEW Dynamite. It's not. 50 million homes have Access TV. This week's Impact according to ProWrestling.com, did 166,000 viewers on Access TV. They don't say anything about Twitch. How many of those 166,000 are already watching AW Dynamite? I'd say probably at least 80%, minimum. This is not going to 
get them more ratings? Will it get more people talking about them? Clearly, as that's what I'm doing right now, and I'm sure a number of other podcasters are. However, the whole any, what is it, any news is good news? Eh. I'm really not buying it. I don't think this is going to help AEW Dynamite in any significant kind of way. People are talking. Whoop it do. I'd much rather see Kenny Omega versus Nick Aldis. The the current AEW World Champion versus the NWA World Champion. The NWA, when it was running, which it's obviously not now due to COVID, unfortunately, which is why we're seeing Thunder Rose and Allison K and such on um, AEW Dynamite, is because they were on YouTube. If you're just hearing about this now, you could literally just go on YouTube and watch it. You can catch up completely from the 10 Pounds of Gold series that Billy, sorry, William Patrick Corgan was putting out for the NWA all the way through their most recent episode when, I don't know, I don't know when it was. It's been a long time. COVID, you know? You could watch it at your leisure. Impact, you can't. They're hindering themselves. They have Impact Plus. I'm certainly not going to pay a monthly fee to watch episodes of a show that, you know, I don't care enough. I don't care enough to pay, first of all. Second of all, I wouldn't pay because I can't catch up on what I've missed. Sure, of course, you know, previously on Impact, but I got two years to catch up on. I'd really rather do that. I, I was starting to catch up if you if you listen to the podcast, Basin Bookers, of course. I was catching up on the original episodes of NXT from when it started airing, from when Seth Rollins became the first NXT champion. Of I'm, of course, not talking about when NXT was kind of a game show they were doing on Raw, because I watch all that, because I watch all the episodes of Raw. Anyway, what I am saying is, if it's there, I'm going to watch it. If you're making me pay for it, because obviously I have the WWE Network anyway. The fact that it's the price that it is, and I get all the pay-per-views included, you can't argue with it. I, I, we, we said on the podcast, take my money. I'm doing it. I'm going for it. Impact Plus? No, this isn't drawing me in. Some people probably will. Some people with more time on their hands, more of an interest in what's going on in Impact, or fanboys and fangirls of Kenny Omega, you know you're out there. They're probably going to say, oh, I got to watch Impact now. Cool. Great for Impact. This doesn't do anything for AEW. If anything, for me, it draws far, far too many comparisons to the beginning of the end of WCW. And if I recall correctly, I don't remember if it was on last week's episode of Dynamite or if it was on a podcast, an interview or something. But at some point last week, I believe it was Tony Schiavone that referred to Tony Khan as, quote, one of the boys. Who else do we know considers himself, quote, one of the boys? Eric Bischoff. Now, Eric Bischoff was a marketing genius. He did a lot of good. 
you know, in the end, there was a lot of stuff going on, but the fact th- there there were detriments. Okay, generally Eric Bischoff was a positive for WCW, but there was enough there was enough negatives. Like, actually, there's a positive and negative in that wrestlers had a lot more control over their contracts. It's a positive and negative, right? The fact of the creative control thing was a bit much. Creative input probably would have been better. I know AEW right now is really known for how the talent has a tremendous amount of input, if not completely writing their own characters, which is great and will continue to be great to a point. You can't just have storylines that aren't going anywhere. So far, there aren't a whole lot of uh, AEW storylines that have me on the edge of my seat. Like, I'm interested in this Hangman thing. All of a sudden, now the, the Dark Order is trying to help out Hangman Page in that Battle Royal. Sorry, the Battle Royale. Tell me what that's about. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I have to watch Being the Elite? Do I really have to watch Being the Elite? I don't want to watch Being the Elite. I don't. I don't give a shit about the Bucks. I'm not. I, I'm not even talking about them in this rant because they had a thing last on. Well, I watched it yesterday. That's why it's so fresh in my mind. I didn't watch it live Wednesday. I'm glad I didn't watch it live Wednesday. I'm glad I gave NXT the rating boost. If they even collect a YouTube TV, which they probably do, I don't know. But, I don't care about the Bucks. Love me some Anna Jay. It looks like John Silver is kind of a wacky guy, wacky character on Being the Elite. They're bringing some of the Being the Elite characters onto TV, so that's cool. They're, you know, changing their on-TV gimmick to meet the Being the Elite gimmick. That's good. Supposedly, it was going to be that from the beginning of AEW, but... For whatever reason, it's only started to pan out now. Either way, I'm not going to watch Being the Elite. I'm just not. I should. I probably should. To be honest, I probably should. Anyway. I think that's the end of this rant. Just don't, don't become WCW. That's the moral of the story here, I think. Don't become WCW because we know how it ended for them. You know, and I don't know if Tony Khan is making or losing money on this deal personally, but if he's not making, at some point his business acumen is going to say, you know what, this is a whole lot of fun, but it's really financially just not worth it. I don't want to see that happen. I want to see AEW make money. Uh, in order to do so, I feel like they need to not make the same mistakes that WCW did. So the moral of the story, after all this, this whole this whole rant could really be summarized with the adage of "Know your history, lest you be destined to repeat it." Book of verse. This is your basement champion, Rich the Riz. I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Basement Bookers Podcast.